it's me, Dara, here with a little housekeeping. Um, next week, you'll be getting the first storytelling episode. And even more exciting, I'm going to be announcing a new co-host who will be recapping with me for the rest of the season. And I think you're going to love them. Um, also, if you want to watch along with these recaps and you can't find quality versions of the episodes because they've been scrubbed from the internet and just like thrown into the pits of hell, well, follow me on Instagram and let's just say I can maybe help you out with that. Also, if you want more content, you can join the Patreon. Um, I have an episode with Troy McKeady discussing the girls next door. There's an America's Next Top Model episode. And this week, I have a bonus episode with Kara Berry where we get into Lindsay Lohan and Samantha Ronson. Um, and there's a few other older bonus episodes, including one with the Britney's Graham ladies, Tess Barker and Barbara Gray. And some episodes about Anna Nicole and other Girls Next Door content. And if you join the $10 tier, every month you'll be entered into a drawing to co-host a bonus episode with me for Patreon. And we'll be doing the first drawing on February 29th. Oh, yeah, give me what I need. Okay. Hello and welcome to another episode of Wait, Do You Remember This? I'm Dara Lane Zussman and I've got just a gorgeous episode. I'm joined with, I mean, how do I even begin to describe this woman? She is a writer. An it girl. A woman about town. LA's last living socialite, Mary Russ. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, and I'm so excited to talk about Tila Tequila, uh, the first living bicon. Mary, you are quite a bit younger than me. Not quite a bit, a normal amount younger, like not like a weird amount. <laughs> you grew up to be into friendship. <laughs> you must have been what, like in middle school when you when Tila Tequila was on. So I was born in '95. This air, this show aired in 2007, right? So I was. 12 years old watching this and re-watching it it is like insane i get why when my mom walked into the living room she asked me are you watching porn what are you watching so you're 12 years old you're watching tila tequila what's going through your head take me back take me take me to the moment i remember immediately thinking that like wow like bisexuality is wrong since all these people are really freaking out about all this you know, throughout the episode, she keeps on saying, like, this is really hard for me, you guys. This is hard on me, which I guess is true. Um, I was pretty corny. I, you know, when I'd watch it, that's, what, that's the same year I discovered xvideos.com was when I was watching Tila Tequila. So this was a big year for you. It was a sexual awakening. And I'm sure you, you weren't familiar with Tila and her MySpace era. You would have been way too young for that. I knew that she, just because I had an older sister that's six years older than me, I was like, so what's her deal? And just like, she was on MySpace. So I was on MySpace basically trying to groom myself. Like I would comment on like editors pro and be like, talk to me, please. And they'd be like, you look like you're 13. Now see, when I was your age, I was in like the AOL chat rooms getting up to no good. But yeah, I feel like you really thrive in a MySpace time period. I, I, I love it. I constantly change my top eight in my friendships and... I know, like coding still, and you know that's great. 
the whole profile song thing was cool. And if I were to have MySpace right now, I would put one of Tequila Tequila's song as my MySpace profile song. I mean, there are honestly some good ones. Her beats are amazing. Give us Scorpio a microphone on a keyboard. See what happens. Honestly, this is a Scorpio with a microphone and a keyboard. And obviously just magic is radiating out into the ether. All right, let's jump into recapping the episode. Today we're doing episode two of A Shot at Love. And the episode begins where it left off on a cliffhanger, the big reveal, where the boys are are out by the pool and Tila beckons in the women in their bikinis. Right. And basically has them line up like a meat market. I have a secret. You have no idea why the both of you are here. I never, ever told anyone this before, but... I'm a bisexual. There's a guy. Oh my gosh, this is not what I signed up for. Are you freaking kidding me? I almost fell in my chair. I was completely shocked. Oh my god, Linda, oh my god. If we get out, we can have all of them, I think. No, you just guys are disgusting to me. I have a really big problem with guys. Definitely think the women are a little more bothered than the men were. I'm like, oh hell no, I'm not about to be in competition right now. Let me explain. I am attracted to each of you all for very different reasons, but I am only looking for one partner. That was a total wrench in the truck. Everyone is just aghast and agog. <laughs> it's like, nowadays I'd be like, yeah, and like, whatever. <laughs> um, but I will say, number one, first and foremost, Tila's hair looks, a, I just, beautiful. It's super hot. Like, she is unreal. Like, I would, I would stick her. Would you stick around on the show? I would stick around. I'd be like, okay, I do want a shot at love with this gorgeous, sexy, hot scene queen. I would be very upset to learn that I would be having to spend time with muscle men with roids rotting their brains. I guess I'm just so gay that that type of man does, like, tickle me a little bit. Like, the Italian man, maybe, like... Ciao, Brandy. Like the brand of the drink? Yes, definitely. Well, I mean, there are Italian lesbians, obviously, but they're not, like, they, they don't show off, like, here. And then the pizza delivery guy, I love that they have, like, their jobs under their name. Yeah. And he's like, well, the house is so big, there's couches to there are benches that are bigger than the couch in my mom's yeah. house. Where do they find these people? They did a good job. I feel like they found them off of Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Really? That, it's, it used to be a thing, right? Cra- Craigslist casting? Oh, yeah. Well, and I actually recently found this out that Vanessa, who's the one with the brown curly hair, she was a casting associate on the show. That's really cool. <laughs> And she was she was also a casting person for Jersey Shore and a couple of other MTV shows. But she must have just been hired to work on the show. And she was like, actually, like, I'm a 26-year-old lesbian. What about me? She's, she's a renaissance woman. A thousand percent. <laughs> um, but to Tila's hair, should we bring back? The little poof bump it. Honestly, I'm down. I'm so down. It, it's flattering, I think. Did you ever rock the little poof? I did buy like a plastic bump it online and then get in trouble for using my parents' credit card. And they didn't really work, the plastic one, but I, I would try. Well, the only problem is as well for me with the bump it situation 
is um, when I was born, I got caught on my mom's pelvis. And so they, <laughs> they like came in and grabbed me with salad tongs. And now I have this huge bump right here at the front of my head. So it's really tough to like pull my hair back like that. And not have just like a huge exposed um deformed skull it's like your kyle xy beauty mark <laughs> yes uh yeah so everyone's pretty upset about this huge revelation except for that one guy that says now we're all gonna get some <laughs> now first impressions you're looking at the guys you're looking at the girls you said you like dominico are is there anyone else like jumping out at you was it stephanie with the Brown, it's like sort of like she looks like Shane from the L word over there. Yeah, she's from Orange, California. She's like, this, this is just really messed up. And it's like, yeah, you are a tried and true lesbian living in Orange County in 2007. Like, yeah, you're you're allowed to be pissed. Like, maybe I should find her now. Maybe she's like, maybe she's the one for me. Ooh, should we find the next love of your life? Do the the tequila tequila casting list. Here we start a new dating show. Or make a list of who I need to reach out to and be like, "Hey, I saw you on that show," and they're like, "Be like, watched <laughs> You know, like I like twelve years ago. Fifteen and well, is that twelve years? No, I did I did gay math. Sorry, I did it wrong. Wow. Okay, so, <laughs> so uh, Vanessa pulls Tila aside and says that she's upset. Vanessa, of course, are our casting associate, um, double build casting and talent. She got that. Much. Arguably, I feel like she's the only person getting paid. <laughs> I feel like everyone else is just getting like a Home Depot gift card. But she takes her aside and she says she's upset about it. Oh, I didn't expect this at all. At all. I was like, what are these guys doing? Yeah. Hey, like, I've been with guys too before, so... I'm just trying to figure it out right now. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. So I was there too, you know, trying to figure out, like, guy, go, guy, go. Mm, but it should be exciting. Um, and Tila's like, I don't know, I'm just, like, trying to figure things out. Which is very much, oh, you're not really bisexual. And I do love that Tila, like, talks in this, like, soft, like, sweet little voice. Like, I'm just trying to figure things out. <laughs> This is hard. Yeah, I, I and I don't fall for it. I I don't really fall for it. I do know that uh, whether this is true or not, she apparently told her parents that she was bisexual and that she was going to be on this show like a day before it came out. So there there might be some element of of her being like I'm nervous. Yeah, like this is hard. <laughs> but it does feel very much like she's acting. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so then over at the bar, we're with Ashley, our um Yokel Elementary School teacher, who I don't know. There's something about him. There's something about him, and he's you know he, he just lays down the law of what he wants in a relationship. He says this is she's gonna be my sexual relationship. I'm gonna be number one. Yeah, granted, I will let number two come in if she wants it to be a hot girl. And honestly, I think those are some really Fair understandable terms. boundaries and terms he could really <laughs> embark on a polyamorous relationship. Yeah, but he is poly. Maybe he's on that new show where it's like a couple and the, the third joins. What's that called? <laughs> yes, couple to thruple. Uh, I hope he's on couple to thruple this season or next. <laughs> uh, when he says, these girls are straight up lesbos. 
I laugh every single time. I mean, especially because he's saying it to, you know, the potential love of my life, the Orange County photographer. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to hit on you or nothing. And she's just like, but it gets worse when What's-His-Face pulls Tila aside and uses an antiquated term that starts with tree, T, and rhymes with estites. <laughs> wow, um, you're going to have to be more specific, Mary. I'm, I can't, I, I'm not drilling down on what you're trying to get across. Uh, well, so Marcus is really, I feel, the star of this episode. Definitely. Um, and he is a real one-and-done situation. Um, his his star burned too brightly. Mm. Now, I will say, he is so wild on this episode. I can't believe they didn't just make Teal keep him around. In the mm. end, he is voted off. Um, but he he is a real firebrand. Oh, totally. I think the way he pushes Domenico into that pool... Uh, he pulls Tila aside to do, you know, his sort of, can I steal you for a sec, uh, bachelorette move. And they're talking by the pool and, uh, Domenico comes over. He gets very upset. He pushes him in the pool and then Ashley comes over and they get in a full blown fisticuffs situation. So much so that, that the producers have to intervene twice. They stop and then... The producers return to the point where this feels very real. Well, I'm just imagining they've probably been outside for like six hours at this point. They're drinking. Um, it seems like they could be on something. What they're on, it's hard to determine. Who do you think's on what? I mean, I feel like Marcus, at the very least, he's been he's been snorting um, Adderall salts. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Marcus is definitely on Adderall salts. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be straight cocaine, but I don't know. There's there's a certain, like, Adderall vibe to it. I feel like Ashley could be on, like, two milligrams of Xanax and a bump of cocaine because he is articulate, he is up, and he has the eyes on the prize. I love the specificity, and I, defi- I definitely see that, like, he's down, but he's up. He's, he's um, really trying to balance the scales, and I think he's doing a really great job. I do, too. Oh, <laughs> Uh, and then there's Lala, who I would say she is the other star of this episode. And it's it's really like a brief intro and exit on, on Lala's part. She is the only one who is genuinely upset. I think everyone is meant to be feigning upset and feigning like, uh, what? I don't like this one, bitch. She's the only one. I don't like the sun sitting with guys and like, man, singing is so icky and nasty and bitchy and just out of pocket in the beginning i was like yeah i could do it i could do it. i'm gonna do it you think but i'm not gonna do it lala lala don't walk away from me please after the big fight between the guys lala miss crazy firecracker like just took off she totally just walked out didn't even say nothing to me like didn't even explain nothing i, I had to go out and chase her lala lala don't walk away from me please Please. Back to you, Where are you? Why? Why? Because. Why? I just have to go. Can you? It's for me, for us. I really gotta go. What? I thought you were down with me. Like, I thought I am cool. down. We went to be friends. I mean, if it's about me, then why, why do you care? What do you give a shit about who's in there? I am. It's Tila. She's hella cool. I mean, I mean, I really want to compete for it, but I might have to be competing with these guys. I'm not gonna be competing. 
and just about to slap someone or get in a fight with somewhere over something stupid. You know what? That fight scared me too. I mean, I'm not all about fighting. I mean, that really shook me up and it really, like, I, I caught myself off guard. I started crying because that shit was overwhelming for me. And, you know, you gotta remember, I'm putting my feelings out there. I'm full lesbian. I don't like being out of my element. I'm not. Give up like that. I guess you could call it. Cause I, I was really down with you. Really. I was really down with you too, but, you know. But you're gonna let I get in the way? I don't feel comfortable at all. So I gotta go for myself and I gotta get back to what I'm doing. I understand. I respect that. Okay. I mean, I, I'm just on a journey here trying to find myself. And if you feel uncomfortable with that, you know, I'm really sorry you feel that way. It's, I'm down with you. Mm -hmm. But if you got to go do your thing, I respect that. Well, she's so hot. Like, she could even, like, in with the style. She's like, that red hair and everything. Like, yes. If I start walking in the street, I'd be like, who's that? Like, what's up? And didn't say, like, she was a stylist from Richmond, California. Yes. Living in Richmond, California doesn't really exist so if that is the case like she you know she knows what she likes she's paid for picking out what she likes and i, I understand her anger towards the situation um i felt a kinship with with lala <laughs> because if this had been done to me i would be saying the same thing like no 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 no, no. i did not sign up for this i don't like men i I form my life around not having to spend much time with them. So right. this will not do. And then she she executes her boundaries and leaves. She, she could become a therapist next. She knows exactly what to do. I really appreciate that about her. Um, I wonder where she is now. I mean, not a codependent relationship, that's for sure. What do you think she was on? I'd like to go through and discuss what, like, would you think it's just alcohol or anything? I think she's just alcohol because oh, like like sapphic rage. Yes, that's an intoxicating drug. Okay, <laughs> so she sapphic rage twenty milligrams. Um, who else? Um, Amanda. She's our gal with the blonde hair and no eyebrows. Which, you know, Mary. If if any of you guys want to uh, take a look at her Instagram, <laughs> I frequently bring they're they're here now. But so you you got eyebrows today, but you frequently go sans eyebrows. Amanda was not really like a, a bleached moment. It was more of an overplucking, but it was reminiscent. Yeah, yeah. Like I was a kindred spirits, definitely kindred spirits. What do you think she was on? I think she just was on like some bug light and like a camera. The high of being on a camera. <laughs> oh, that it Bud Light and a camera. The high Bud Light and a camera. Yeah. <laughs> or like a or like a limerita or something. Limerita, yeah, that's that's more correct. <laughs> she had a real kid rock um bimbo qual like bimbo lesbian quality. There's something about Amanda that uh I enjoy. There's something about her that we There's something. <laughs> she could start a sandwich shop tomorrow. Yeah, it wouldn't take her that long to start one. <laughs> um, our Orange County lesbian, she feels sober to the bone. Yeah, and it's like, I, I, like I've already been on a date with this type of woman before. Yeah, she's sober. She's just there. She just just yeah she's there she's there she's square get used to it so hydrated compared to everyone else there that her brain is operating quicker and that's so there's a total disconnect it's operating too fast arguably mm -hmm. um and it, so we're not really getting getting anywhere um who else is there dominico what do you think dominico's on i think dominico's just italian like i don't know 
<laughs> so marinara sauce. <laughs> yeah, he's on just saying a mozzarella stick. I love when one of them called him like what do they call it? Like tiny Italy, a little Italy. A little <laughs> quick. I was like, is he a copy? I hope this one's a copywriter today. <laughs> I was saying statements and call me cherry. Every time they go, just see every stands by the fact that they're passionate and Domenico's very passionate he's just very like i'm here he feels a very much like a, a borat character like he very much feels like an actor i, I really hope that was actually the case that, that he just was like an improv actor that came on he was i wish i wish but i i saw a like a semi-recent podcast with him and he was just as italian 12 to 15 to whenever 2007 was years later oh one observation i had in this episode is that once the reveal is is made there's a lot of discussion of who everyone finds attractive like it's a lot of asking of like tila's asking the girls like oh like what guys do you find attractive or the guys are like well, do you find me attractive? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of poking around trying to figure out, like, is there any way in where everyone's going to start fucking each other? Yeah, yeah. Like that annoying person at the party, I'm too much cocaine. That's like, how do we, like, keys in a bowl, everybody. <laughs> keys in a bowl, keys in a bowl. Yeah, that's, that could be, yeah, shot love could be renamed keys in a bowl. Honestly, I love that, though there is a key element. It is, um, everyone gets a key to Tila's heart and to her crib. That's like a very gay forward movement thing. I thought about, yeah, just like giving a key that soon. Like, here's the key to yeah. my house. Yeah, like that was... That was thoughtfully done. <laughs> Here's the key to my U-Haul. Like, yeah, that was another microaggression. <laughs> yes. Crazy unhinged bisexuals giving everyone my key to her house. So then we finally, 20 minutes in, 20 full minutes in, we finally get to, to any sort of um, game or challenge or just any sort of plot point. For 20 full minutes out of a 40-minute show, we are just having people, like, walk around sitting and talking. But they finally get to a challenge, and Tila gather, gathers them all around and says, For you to understand a woman, you have to walk a mile in her shoes. So then she makes the guys all try on high heels and do a fashion show. I am a fan of when things are literal, but... <laughs> Like, I don't know how does anything to do with being, a, like, a woman. I know that, like, wasn't it, like, on Real Houses of Beverly Hills, they had that, that sexual assault walk that Mauricio and Adrian Malouf's husband has to do. They have to wear high heels. It's, like, called Walk a Mile at her shoes. And Taylor Armstrong puts them up to it. Like, I guess that was, like, really a thing back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was it kind of, like, um, I don't know, is it adjacent to, like, this slut walk? Yeah, like, yeah, definitely slut walk adjacent, which is now adjacent to the hot girl walk that everyone's doing on TikTok. Yeah, I don't want to go on a tangent about that, but I will. I just, when I saw that that occurred, I was like, we need another pandemic because we're, like, we're getting two together now. Like, we don't need to, like, call something a hot girl walk for people just to meet up and walk. But I am getting Instagram notif- I'm getting Instagram ads pushed to me that's like LA Hot Girl Walk Club. I am offended that this is in my algorithm. I'm not gonna go and go meet up and walk and like, I don't know, come together over walking. Yeah, I feel like the producers 
like well what are we gonna do i guess we can go to a goodwill or like a costume house and just pick up 20 or 30 pairs of high heels throw them on a tarp and say have at it what if they do we like traders have has jumped the shark when they on a bunch of like high heels and they're like traders traders is only like a millimeter off from this they're constantly just like running through that stupid mansion picking out objects you're right you're right you're not wrong there is like a big overlap between traders traders we traders spent their whole budget on um on costume design and like i don't know parvati's headbands and like i hate parvati's headbands like really that's why she got divorced i dump her too i don't want to see that she said it's like yeah she's dating a woman now it's a shot of love with parvati i would kill for a shot at love with parvati both like the show and like literally <laughs> let's email her see what happens honestly i think it would be easier than you think for us to be friends with parvati or or lovers <laughs> I do think we are constantly um, devising little plans to befriend celebrities. We need to just go to Sutton's store. We need to go to Sutton's store, hang out with her for like an hour and a half. She's so lonely. And Kyle just keeps on shutting her down. Not, like, she's all out of emotions. We'd listen to her. We'd let her cry. We'd let her cry. We'd give her all the ocean spray that she wants with her vodka. Honestly, I just feel like in my heart of hearts that I would do so well with a with a real housewife as a best friend and mentor because like I don't know I'd let her slap me when she gets drunk like I wouldn't even care. It could be the next Morgan Wayne even not she stalked me but it's like her vice versa. <laughs> well I stalked her. <laughs> oh did you see on Watch What Happens Live Alan Cummings said the gays love Phaedra and the queers love Parvati. That's wow he really went there. <laughs> You know, I, I would have appreciated a host of A Shot at Love, and I think Alan, <laughs> Alan honestly would have elevated this to such a beautiful degree, like bringing us a lot of drama and a lot of side eyes to the camera. And it would be still 2007, so like he would be probably like pretty offensive at times, but in a way that that really like holds up and is enjoyable. Around this time, this shot, he was on the L Word and his character was just like. It was depressing. He just was like this chaotic gay that was like edgy, but like you don't like. It turns out he's like, you know, the villain. He was a traitor on that word. So he definitely would have been a traitor hosting a shot of love. I do think that that's what we're missing from this show is a host. We need um, an audience surrogate, at least someone to just look into camera and be like, I don't know. What's going on with, with yeah. these mess people we found on Craigslist? They're all from Orange County or like weird parts of Northern California or Costa Mesa, like which is in Orange County. Or like uh, East Coast, right. uh, New England. Ashley is from, I don't know, the bottom of a well. <laughs> Ashley's from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> Dreaming. I'm like, so in the, the next bit of the the episode when they're doing the slut walk the boys Marcus says something horrifying like um well i'll have to do another spelling it out but he said i'm gonna be great at this i'm gonna be better than the girls because they're a bunch of d um rhymes with bikes 
that is like that would never be allowed today on any television show but it's so funny to me as like someone that identifies more on the bike side <laughs> she won't know how to wear that she won't know she can't walk any else uh that's sort of wild and he's creative now as someone who is on the bike side of the spectrum i've seen you walk more than a mile in stiletto heels i once like once carried a mattress off a u-haul in heels and gracefully landed so he's wrong but i respect the creativity (laughs) that's funny i'm not offended i bet back then it would have been really offensive like if i was my age now and i was on a show i'd be like well that's kind of not nice to say I would like throw rage into the streets about it by being like, hmm. In this episode alone, we have an R word, which I feel like um is in every episode. The T word, the D word, and Ashley's lesbos. But she's the only one who says, pardon my French. <laughs> he knows it's wrong. He, so- he knows it's wrong. He teaches at an elementary school. Do you think he got fired after being on the show? Like, how do you come back after this? <laughs> I, I that is such a great question. I can't imagine. Like, I was thinking, is it a lie? Was he just an actor? And they were like, we need to give you a different job. Right, right. Because like, they're all marketing consultants on The Bachelor. They're like, I already have a job. I, but I honestly could see a part of him being an elementary school teacher there there's a softness maybe i wouldn't be so gay if he was my elementary school teacher i actually think you would be just as gay and also like in love with him somehow it would all balance out yeah like a bisexual (laughs) oh my god they do exist i don't know if it does look so like just like hot pretty cool in this episode that it's I hate the way your life has gone, like the trajectory. I don't know her personally, but anything I look up, it seems like she's in a really mentally bad place. Um, Mary, I'm going to be real with you. It's not good. Bisexual plight. We are at a failure. Tila Tequila. Like she's first bike on, first example of the queer art of failure. Wow. I mean, I mean, I, I guess maybe the show's right. Like, bisexuality is um bad and it's the pipeline to mental illness if you get involved with bisexual you may have to stand outside for eight hours in the sun drinking and fighting with people stealing micro aggressions <laughs> maybe getting a make out and that, that is kind of accurate um yeah i will say i would love more than anything than to see you on a dating show I would love to go on a dating show. I'd go on any single one. Like, I don't care. I think we need to make that happen. If there's any casting associates, Vanessa, if you're listening, um, can we get Mary on on a reality show? I'd, I'd really try to win someone's heart. Or I'd also love to see you on a Bravo show as just like, I would like to see you be the next woman that Kyle um, moves on to. <laughs> Let's put it out to the universe. Kyle later, she's very short. She's a little short for me, but she can wear heels pretty well. I've seen for the last 10 years watching the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, she always seems to be in a heel. Well, she's never really in a heel. She's more in a chunky wedge. I don't buy that shit so true. That's a chunky wedge, which is so, like, tasteless. It's like a true lesbian would never agree with. 
Nevertheless, I have not necessarily bought the fact that she's gay, but I haven't pointed out, it hasn't pointed out to me that she has girlfriend nails. She does have the short nails. And my argument is like, well, she's just going to the gym a lot. Of course she has short nails. But I mean, plenty of my friends have long nails and they go to the gym a lot. And yeah, that's that's a sign. Does Tila have longer short nails in this show? Oh, that is a great question. Let me let me scrub through for a moment. Girlfriend nails or boyfriend nails? Or does she have bisexual nails, which is what we're just now pointing? Yeah, she has like a mid-rise nail. Okay, so it's, she's um, bisexual nails. <laughs> she does. It's um it's a square shaped top. Uh so after the boys do their runway walk, um the they somehow get even more low budget and have the girls just do a push-up competition uh, that's just it's so insane and it's just like these are the two genders these are the only two sexualities these women have to be masculine they have to be buff like what the fuck <laughs> and they all just pass it with flying color like they're all just like on the ground doing 20 push-ups and it's like over and my kyle orchards could do like a hundred at a time now <laughs> God, can you imagine how many push-ups Kyle can do now? She's just like probably like trying to do the Tila Tequila push-up challenge. And that's what got her into fitness. I don't know. At any moment, a bisexual could ask me to drop and give them 20. And like, what if I can only give them 17? You have to be so ready to win this challenge. To be bisexual, you have to be ready at any moment to give 20 push-ups. I'm just thinking of Parvati. I don't think she can do 20 push-ups. I think she can't make it to 20 because the headband is like falling over her eyes. And then she's like, ah! Is the headband like the... Is that her coming out band? Like, is that the gayest thing about her? Maybe. It is like the only like most like distinct. She's just like a pretty girl. Pretty woman. And like that makes her more distinctive. It's the only thing that bothers me when I watched her. I'm like, why, why is she wearing that? Especially, like, the first episode where her hair really looks like it needs a little trimmy trim trim. Oh, does it? It's looking a little little raggedy Anne. Now, I say this as a woman who absolutely needs two to three inches chopped off. No, no. But I'm not wearing a big um, headband with tufting. I'm not wearing a, a mattress for a headband. I'm now thinking about Tamara Barney. It was Tamara doing her fake bisexual plotline at the same time as Shadow Love came out, or no? Was it later? Run Fernanda? I think it was a little later. 2007 would have been around when Tamara first started on the show. Mm-hmm. She's probably still married to Simon at that Maybe, point. Maybe like she watched a shot at Love and she had like a little bit of a gay awakening. <laughs> I mean, honestly, should we just do a, a buys by Bravo episode right now? <laughs> so, buys. Because already we have mentioned um, Tamara, Kyle, and earlier on, Taylor. Oh, yeah, Bisexual Taylor. trailblazer. Oh, my God. Taylor, t- for her to just drop that she's bisexual just in the middle of an episode of OC, just just letting it go, saying that before Russell. She dated, was in a relationship <laughs> with a lady. I never would have guessed. I just think it's insane that it wasn't really brought up ever again. That was more bisexual erasure present day. They were like, okay, cool, Taylor, moving on. 
Like, okay, see, never go home now. We got it. <laughs> well, I think everyone probably thought, oh, um, this is the OC. You can be bisexual, like Tamara's bisexual, which is um, just making out with women whenever you get drunk and always trying to expose yourself on girls' trips and, like, uh, initiate, like, a, a skinny-dipping situation, but you can't be out. Right, right. She went to a reunion that she had group sets, like, she was at a birthday party, and then, like, another couple, like, laid beside her, like, it was her Eddie, and then her girlfriend's laid down, too. That's, like, it was, like, yeah, she talked about that on, on a reunion episode. Well, and she was also making out with, originally came out as bisexual, but now she's full, full, full lesbo- part of my french um <laughs> is bronwyn oh. and her and bronwyn were making out a She's, lot bronwyn i dm'd bronwyn when i was in nashville I asked her if she wanted to go to a daily kyoko concert and she did message back immediately and said yes but the other lesbian i was with was like that would be weird i don't want her to come and i should have no which i really like yeah uh can we meet bronwyn and her mom i feel like her her mom is probably estranged from bronwyn right now her mom's definitely bisexual. Her mom doesn't have to, like, come out. <laughs> no. I mean, her mom is also lobotomized. Definitely, for all that plant medicine. She's, she's lo- lobotom-bi. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was workshopping something there. Um. So after after the push-up contest, mm-hmm. then we just, just seamlessly move into the um, phone party searching for tokens. Which is just, I don't The first time I saw a phone party was on MySpace, and my brother that's 12 years older than me was at a phone party, and I was like, that's so crazy. And throughout the years, I would think back, like, were phone parties a thing? And I guess they were. So what is, like, the appeal of a phone party? That, like, things are blurred? <laughs> I remember in the early 2000s and 2010s, phone parties were kind of, like, a thing. Very much like a college a college party vibe and i think what the thing was is you're in soap and water and people are getting wet and okay. you're like slipping and sliding and you you might actually slide and like uh, oh. grab a, a tit on your way down got it okay that makes so that makes sense to me now yeah let's bring them back <laughs> it does seem like a recipe for a yeast infection to just be like dancing around in wetness and dish soap for hours oh, damn that's a dirty bisexual you're just damn bald you're always covered in dish soap i wonder if anyone's ever died in a foam party pit i'm gonna guess yes without a doubt i think maybe it's, it's like it was like a slippery slope so to say but like after the soap party things went on to lead to the death of someone but yeah, I, I think that a lot of early 2000s culture was like, how can we facilitate a moment where um, there can be like hints towards group sex or <laughs> group fondling without making it explicitly like an orgy? Right. And I think a phone party is just the easiest way to get there. <laughs> so if phone party for tokens... Rebecca, Eric, and Eddie find the tokens in the annals of the foam party. And so they get alone time with Tila, which it's truly, it's two minutes of the episode is their date right before elimination. And that's the queer experience. One time you get two good minutes and then you might just be cut. You might be out. <laughs> um, and she 
the she's with Rebecca, Eric, and Eddie. And Eddie is um a virgin. There's two virgins. And it's Eddie who is very attractive. I was trying to Google him. He felt very much like he had been on Bravo at some point, but I could not find him. He was apparently in Aladdin at Disneyland, so Amanda says. I mean, that is sexless, so. <laughs> that is very sexless. I do feel like there's a lot of guys on the show who are a bit queer-coded. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Eddie is one of them. But maybe he's just um, a virgin. <laughs> She could just be a virgin. Maybe he's just a clean-shaven virgin. Was it just because, like, I don't know, they, they weren't, he wasn't a teenager when cell phones were around? Like, how do you live that long and, like, stay a virgin? I think back in the early 2000s, everyone was sucking a bucket. It seemed like it was more than, like, my little, little group that came up next. Oh, yeah. I the, the kids aren't having sex these days. Early 2000s, you know, we were... We were watching Teela Tequila and, and getting horny. Yeah, yeah. You know, so for him to avoid that, but somehow find himself at Disneyland playing Aladdin. I feel like only Disney, like anyone that works at Disneyland as an adult should be a virgin or asexual and such or just so you keep the, it pure. Keep it pure around the children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't shit where you eat. <laughs> um, and we're already at the elimination Eddie, our virgin, Grace, your Orange County, Orange County queen, Stephanie, and Marcus, the most problematic person who's ever, <laughs> ever lived, are all eliminated. Mary, any other, any other parting thoughts on this episode? I just hope a lot of these people found happiness. I'm not going to like bet my money on it, but I hope they did. Especially the lesbians that were so offended. Around the time I have to explain to my kids what Vanderpump Rules is, I'll be like, and by the way, here's something even darker. Speaking of Vanderpump Rules, I mean, how many bi people are... I would argue that they're all bi. They're all bi. It just... Yeah, there's something... The new trend to just not come out, which is great. I have a good... Uh, a friend of a friend who up with Katie Maloney at a wedding... And Katie Maloney and Kyle have the same interview top look. It's like a collar and then like lace and then black. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Were they signaling to each other? Did they talk about it ahead of time? Like, hey, let's do some bisexual flagging by wearing this really ugly top. (laughs) Yeah, like let's wear Wednesday Adams, which I I would say Wednesday Adams is very bi-coded. No, definitely bisexual. She's like the youngest bisexual. (laughs) Well... Mary, we recapped the episode. We made it out the other side somehow, some way. Yeah, I was gonna say some way, somehow, and that was very bisexual coming about saying it backwards. Mary, um, do you wanna shout anything out? Uh tell people where they could follow you on, on the gram, where they could see your bleached eyebrows and Yeah, follow me on Instagram and at Mary Russ. Um slide into my DMs it- like he thought I was annoying or he thought I was hot and we can get grab a drink or you know go from there <laughs> have a shot at love so to speak maybe this podcast is my dating show <laughs> oh my god ever watching that- this into pop culture and things I'm not that annoying could be my one you love honestly Mary I can't think of anything more thrilling than people coming sliding into your DMs and you finding love through this podcast 
I already owe you so much. I go, yeah, like, you, like, <laughs> I think it could happen. I, I'm holding out hope. <laughs> I, I'm actually very optimistic about it. You're, you're at Mary Russ. I'm at Mary Russ on Instagram. Follow me. We've read done a little writing psycho like, oh, sometimes, and you know maybe we can go to a party. Oh, wow, this this is such a chic ending. Well, gays and guys and gays. That was the episode. Well, I hope you enjoyed it. We'll raise a glass to all of the to bi- the buys of Vanderpump Rules. And Mary. <laughs> to Dara. To 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 me and to you. Uh good night and good luck. <laughs> good night and good luck. I'm Mary Russell Instagram. <laughs> Look her up. See if you see how you feel. <laughs> and listen. Maybe we can we can all go on a double date someday. Ooh. Ooh. I clapping. <laughs> Shut up.